0: So, fun fact about me, and I'm a little embarrassed to admit this on our, on our podcast, I had no idea where Vienna was. True story. Like, I, I literally had to Google Maps where Vienna was to find out where this where this film took place.
1: Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew kind of where it was, but I didn't know Did like, you specifically. Though? Did you? I knew that it was somewhere near Germany.
0: Okay, I didn't even know that. Okay. So yeah, you were, you were already ahead on me. That
1: well, it is my favorite Billy Joel song. I don't think he talks about Germany in there, so but yeah, so you learned about Vienna I through Billy Joel <laughs> just a little.
0: Well, welcome to the podcast, guys. If you couldn't tell, we are doing Christmas in Vienna tonight. Uh, we just literally just finished watching it, so this is going to be very fresh, very raw. Um, you're going to get the, the real deal right here. You're with <laughs> Hamilton
1: and Stephanie,
0: and this is it's technically romance where we take a look at Hallmark Films through the eyes of a filmmaker.
1: And a hopeless romantic.
0: And tonight, like I said, we're going to be looking at Christmas in Vienna, which stars...
1: Sarah Drew Mm -hmm. and Brennan Elliott.
0: Nice, great, great.
1: Those were easy names. Those were easy names for you. (laughs) Those
0: were easy names for you. Before, well, let's start by saying I think we're finally in the Christmas spirit because we have about a quarter of our decorations up about you know
1: we have a lot of decorations we do have a
0: lot of decorations and we have a quarter of them up and placed somewhere are outside of the boxes a little scattered the Christmas tree has not even been touched yet so we can't even can't even get to that but we're, we're just we're,
1: kind of like the assessing stage <laughs> where we're just like, oh my goodness, why do we have so many decorations? A little bit of fear,
0: a little bit of fear. (laughs) Well, it's like a painter, right? Where you you make the rough sketch first and then you go in and you get to the fine details. But right now we're the rough sketch of our Christmas decorations and it's coming along. It's coming along nicely.
1: It's going to be great.
0: But I'm already starting to feel the Christmas vibes.
1: Oh, for sure. We've gotten a, you know, here and there watching these films, Mm -hmm. but now we're just in... Full full swing,
0: full swing, and I think this was a good film to really enhance those Christmas vibes.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: You know, and we'll we'll talk about why this film was so good for the Christmas feelings. But right now, why don't you lead us off on a plot for the for the film?
1: Okay, so Jess is a talented violinist in Vienna for a big concert, mm-hmm. but she's feeling like she's lost her passion for music. She meets up with her old roommate, who is watching over the kids of a diplomat mm-hmm. staying in the city, and his name is Mark. Certain events lead Jess to end up looking after the children during her stay, and spending time with the children and Mark ignites her passion for music again, and her and Mark fall in love, Yeah, I guess.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. No, they do do. Are you sure? It doesn't, it doesn't sound like you're sure about the falling in love part.
1: <laughs> we'll get into.
0: Okay. It, yeah. All right. Well, why don't we go ahead and get into it? <laughs> why don't Why don't you lead the way and tell me? Tell me about Jess and Mark and when they meet the romantic moments. Let's Let's just dive headfirst into the romance. Let's Let's kick it off.
1: Well, I want to preface mm-hmm. this by saying
0: it's never a good thing when you <laughs> preface something.
1: I loved this movie. You loved it? I did. Okay. I loved the movie, but not for the, for the reasons that I normally would love a Hallmark movie for, which is for the romance, me right. being the hopeless romantic. So I am very critical, just like you're critical on the technical aspects. Mm. I am very critical on the romance.
0: <laughs> okay. So
1: I want you to take that with a grain of salt I am definitely going to focus on the parts that I loved about this film. As a whole, I think it was a wonderfully made movie. It was beautiful, and it definitely gave me all of the Christmas feels that I want.
0: So you would watch this film again?
1: Um, or would
0: you just have it on while you're decorating I could
1: tree? see it as a background just because of the beauty mm-hmm. that is Vienna. I could just look at that movie. I could mute it. And just look at it; it would be great, just like background imagery.
0: Because you said you loved it.
1: I loved. It was a beautiful film. Okay. It was beautifully done. The yeah. the music was great. The, I mean, I just the romance part was very lacking for yeah. me in this movie. Yeah. Which is sad for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I think it says a lot if the romance is lacking against the backdrop of Vienna during Christmas. It's
1: so romantic. This movie is so romantic, (laughs) and I didn't get romance from the main characters. I got romance from some of the the supporting actors, and just Vienna in general is just it's very romantic. Just looking Mm -hmm. at the lights and the things that they did, they went on these really romantic dates oh yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I, I think you know I, I think you're right about that, but tell me I mean you know tell me what it was that just wasn't clicking for you just tell me what what wasn't there because I have some thoughts on the romance side. I have a lot of thoughts on the technical side, but I have I do have some thoughts on the romantic side
1: so so Jess's character was wonderful right. And... Is this
0: her first Hallmark movie?
1: I think it is. Sarah Drew plays Jess. I know her from Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. I don't... I haven't watched Grey's Anatomy ever, ever since uh, Christina left and, you know, people who watch Grey's Anatomy, you'll understand, but <laughs> I don't watch it anymore. But April was a character on Grey's Anatomy. That's Sarah Drew. And I, I liked her in Grey's Anatomy. I thought she was wonderful in this movie. I haven't seen her in anything else. I I thought she was wonderful. Right. I I wasn't feeling Mark. I was not feeling his character for her. I and even though there were wonderful moments where they it was built for a romantic scene, I never I never was rooting for them and that makes me so sad because yeah. I just never I didn't see them together. It just never clicked for me.
0: Yeah, the chemistry wasn't there. The chemistry definitely wasn't there. You know, I think Mark's character, the way that he was written to be this closed off. You know, his his wife had passed away, so he was holding back a lot of the times, and that hurt the chemistry. You know. Yeah,
1: I think uh, Brennan Elliott did a great job at performing that it's the closed off character yeah. um and I think that's what was very frustrating for me because just and like we've I've say that I put myself in these you know situations and if I was just, I would not it would be really hard for me to develop feelings for such a man yeah (laughs) because he is and she even says it in the movie you're he's just so hot and cold and back and forth and he's all over the place and i would just have been like i can't i can't deal with it
0: it makes it not fun to watch because you just get frustrated as a viewer you get frustrated and so i think the moments that did work for me were, were few and far between romantically and and they would almost work and then he would do something or she would do it was just it was frustrating the, ro- the romantic side of this film was frustrating because the chemistry wasn't there. And any time it started to build, he would pull away. And, you know, I, I think that's just just the character just trying to play this, you know, this widower. Widower?
1: He. Mm. <laughs> I am totally blanking.
0: I I don't think that's right. What is a male?
1: Because he's very. What is a male? No, I think he, he is a widower.
0: So he's considered a widower. Oh
1: no! I knew it was called a widower. I thought you were saying, did his wife die or did she leave him? Oh,
0: no, she died. She died. So no, yes, he is a widower. Yeah. Okay. Glad we <laughs> glad that out. But I, I, you know, the widower the widower role just did not work for me in this. I, I really wanted it to. He wasn't ready. I think he was forcing himself a lot in a lot of ways. It was it was awkward. I think awkward. Is it a was good point. very
1: awkward, and I felt really bad for Jess for most of the movie because yeah. she's putting herself out there. And trying and giving him chance after chance, and he's just not.
0: And, and now I will say this about justice. I will say this about Jess's character. Sarah Drew played this character flawlessly. I'm not sure if she's done Hallmark. Or I don't think she has. Put her in another one right away. She played awkward, cute to a T. Like the things she would say when she asked him to dance when they first met. And it was really odd because there's a lot of things... This movie was very different for Hallmark in in certain aspects. Uh, They have a big ball right at the start of the movie, which we rarely see. Instead of holding out the ball for the end, you know, right in the beginning. She asked him to dance. He turns her down. It's just really... Refreshing, I think is the word I'm looking forward to see someone who just embraces this sort of awkward. It was an awkward moment and she just told they went for it and her character went for it. And it was just, it was great to see. She yes. she crushed this role.
1: She looked like she was really nervous yeah. and then embarrassed. And you know, when he rejects her, <laughs> which should have been her first clue, like he's just not into you girl. Yeah. Like just give it up. Let it go. It go. Let, Let it go. go. <laughs> so yes. And like I said, she did great. And so now I'm thinking, so I said I loved this movie. I love the idea of this movie. What I think this movie could have been. I love, I really loved everything about this movie, but their relationship. Which
0: is the, the heart <laughs> I know, of the movie. But
1: not really. I think the heart of the movie for me, and this is what I took away from it, was right. the city. I yes. saw the city as a character oh, in sure. itself. And then her relationship uh, with the children and that affecting her relationship with her music. Right. So she had this whole journey and that's what I was focusing on and that's what I loved. Take away, I don't even think this movie needed a romance for me to still enjoy it.
0: That's, that's an interesting idea. I don't think Hallmark will ever do it. <laughs> but you don't have a main romantic Story lead it through, but you have something like the like a familial romance mm-hmm. with with the kids, yeah, um, or something else to kind of drive it. Then you have your side characters with the romance. So you get a little taste of that. that. that's an interesting Hallmark movie to me. That's that's something fresh. That's something new. And I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I, I mean, there's like I said, they did certain things differently for this.
1: Yes, because I can love a movie that doesn't have romance in it, right? But you know that I come to watch these movies for the romance. Oh, yeah. And for the Christmas, but I did get a lot of wonderful feelings from this movie that just wasn't in that department.
0: Yeah. Well, let's, let's swing over to the technical side because this movie had some money. I mean, <laughs> we're talking high-end everything. I don't know. They had, a, they had a huge budget. I mean, the first thing you notice was, were the songs they got.
1: Yes, we had John Legend and Ingrid Mm -hmm. Michaelson, and I don't remember what the opening song was, but just familiar songs that I knew. These songs don't come cheap. This is not
0: like my cousin in his garage writing Christmas music. These songs are legit. They paid some money for it, and it showed. So just from the songs, starting off with these these songs.
1: And they actually shot on location in Vienna during Christmas time, and I don't know what kind of budget you need for that, but... It's, sure it's more than what we normally would see in a Hallmark oh, yeah. movie. So.
0: Well, and it was just so refreshing to see real Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, like it wasn't fake snow. It was real snow. It literally snowed on set. We get that. And we also get the actress cold, which they've done this a few times. Usually in the January films, you know, they'll be on location. You'll see real snow and the actual breath coming out of the actors. Their noses are red. Their cheeks are ruddy. Like, I love it. I love, love, love it. I love seeing it. Yeah, I love it when they do this. I, I want more movies shot. I know it's extremely hard to do when you make like 100 movies. You can't all shoot them during Christmas. No. But to have it shot during a, a cold winter was just awesome to see. Everything about this, technically, I have no notes in terms of things I would do differently. <laughs> the only note I have is sometimes the sound was a little off. I mean, that's so nitpicking. You know. I think it happened a few times in the beginning. But other than that, just astonishing. Just a pluses all around.
1: Yeah, I mean it was just stunningly beautiful. I was just like, wow, I really want to go to Vienna.
0: I know. I know. <laughs> I
1: mean, I've been wanting to go since you know the Billy Joel song, but I. Uh, it was really nice to see it mm-hmm. in a movie, and especially at Christmas. So I had no idea was, I wanted to go. It was very magical.
0: Yeah, like I feel like we need to go now. Just we can go to all the scenes that they went to. We can recreate this movie. <laughs> You know, and have a whole thing, because I I definitely want to go now. Uh, The only thing, you know, I think they went to, like, the Christmas market, like, 500 times. This movie could have been called... Hey, Vienna Christmas market because they literally go there all the time.
1: Well, fun fact.
0: Okay, fun fact
1: Vienna is known for their markets.
0: Well, that's what Jess says. That's what Jess says. So so, oh,
1: well, I looked it up when I was like <laughs> looking at the making of the movie They mentioned that that Vienna is known for their market So I guess that's what people do when they're there. Well, Just this go to go to the markets
0: I feel like Vienna could use this film as a tourist like commercial basically just come visit Vienna, like, because I, I definitely want to go now. But really, it's lit beautifully all the way around. We've got soft light, color grading was perfect. I, I mean, we're talking budget. We're talking budget to the best, the very best. I, I can't say enough. You know, the romance, hugely lacking. Watch it just for Vienna. I yeah. mean, honestly. And like you said, the music was great, too.
1: Yeah, and I mean, that's why I can still say that I love the movie because everything other than that was just outstanding and wonderful. Yeah. And again, just beautiful. Just everything. The house that they're staying in, like all the decorations. I loved seeing, you know, the real snow, like you said. And then every, I know they went to the markets a lot, but I <laughs> liked it. Like, I just thought it was, I mean, it was very still beautiful. You know, pleasing to the eye. Oh, yeah. Even, you know, their little markets.
0: Oh, their markets are super cute. I love seeing like the real people too, just like hanging out around them doing their stuff in Vienna. Um, yeah,
1: because it was shot during Christmas time. So these were just
0: shoppers. The pe- yeah, yeah, just
1: <laughs> the people in Vienna out and about.
0: Yeah, I think for me, one of the best shot scenes was when they were on the park bench with the tree in between them. I absolutely love the way that scene was shot. I don't know if I remember it. It really stood out to me. They've been walking through Vienna at nighttime. The lights are everywhere. you love a good Christmas light. Like, they were... Mm-hmm. I mean, it was insane. And then they sit down on this cute little park bench, and they're under the mistletoe, and, you know, he kisses her hand. Mm. He's like, well, we got to do something. And he kisses her hand. That, to me, is the closest time this film gets to romance. For me. Not for me. Okay.
1: That scene did not do it for me. Oh, it's
0: beautiful though. With the tree in between them and then the shot was just lined up perfectly with their center from the frame. Every
1: scene that was supposed to be romantic with them, I just, I was really trying really hard to feel it and I didn't. But there was the one scene that I kind of felt, and I don't even know if I would call it romantic, Mm -hmm. but it was a very... Sweet moment okay. is when he gives her the stocking.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that was really that was something that got me a little bit. It
1: did, and but that could have been a friend giving her a stocking. <laughs> like I want you to stay with us for the holidays. You know, I don't want to be with you romantically, but I, my kids like you, so I want you to stay <laughs> with us for the holidays. It was still touching in the sweet moment between them. Yeah. So that would maybe be like the the closest I got to something resembling romance because even that mistletoe scene i mean he kisses her hand it i don't really
0: is cute it was cute because he can't he can't connect with her like, she get almost that.
1: seemed uncomfortable in that moment because i don't i don't know or maybe i was just uncomfortable yeah i think
0: we're all uncomfortable for her <laughs> i mean we have if you include that would that be four hold on there's three almost kisses right Three.
1: Yeah, they were just throwing. If you, if you all- include
0: that, that's four. There's four almost kisses in this movie, and I feel like each time you're like, oh, please don't kiss. Like don't, you don't want them to kiss. I never. It's the did. weirdest thing. It's like don't do I it.
1: I never did. Isn't that so sad? It's
0: incredibly sad because if this movie had better chemistry, I I think this would be top near the top for me near the top because it was it was a very serious movie. It was it was a lot of. You know, it was not like wasn't a lot around. of humor,
1: but I will say Brennan Elliott is good with the humor. So he did have like some humorous parts. Mm. It was really when they're kind of like at odds with each other right. and they have that scene at the table where...
0: Oh, the coffees. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he's mad at her and I'm thinking, wow, he is just really immature. He is. <laughs> but, <laughs> he is. but it was funny. I thought her comebacks were really great. She was really good at putting him in his place, Um, so I was proud of her for doing that. But So yes, he did have some humorous parts in there, but as a whole, no, it wasn't a very funny film.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a jerk.
1: I kept thinking that the whole time. I was like, he's so rude to her a lot of the time. And she is watching his children. For free. For free. Didn't even want to. Like that yeah. scene, I felt so bad for her. But it was done so well and so believable that her friend is putting this on her. This big, you know, responsibility. She's yeah. here to perform and practice and kind of just hang have, out. Yeah, for a like weeks. a vacation. Yeah. And now she has to watch these strangers, kids, kids. And, and she
0: yeah, she played that scene beautifully when he's asking her to watch the kids or she's being forced to watch the kids. Yes. So yeah, she do, she does that really well. And let let's just, you know, you mentioned the friend. Let's talk about the friend because we are very critical of the friends because they are the linchpins to me, to <laughs> me in the relationship building game in these movies. Other than other than her friend kind of throwing her under the bus so she can sell her ornaments in a stall. <laughs> I liked her. I thought she was great. Oh, she was great. They had cute interactions. I believe they were friends. You know, like, I believe they knew each other. I believe they went to college together. Um, Whenever she would ask ask her about Mark, you know, and then she would ask him about, like, Mark's secretary and great little interactions between the two. I think I even chuckled at one point. There was some little line they did and... Um,
1: yes, she asks her something like, oh, did Mark reject you again?" And yeah. she's like laughing and she's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. that yeah, was it's just very it's very natural. That's and- how great Mark was that they actually have a joke about how many times he's rejected mm-hmm.
0: her. Yeah, so she did that great and you know I, th- I think you know I think the script helped out with that. The script was really solid overall. They had some really adult conversations sprinkled in there. Uh, when Mark wasn't pouting about stuff, I think they did have some great conversations about <laughs> they did. opening up and loss and and what that looks like and
1: But it, it for me it felt more like a friendship. I just never felt that spark between them. But I did the the little bit they were on screen. <laughs> this is to show you I did have the the sparks with Her roommate, I think her name was Tori, and his right-hand guy, Vincent.
0: Oh, yeah. No, they were awesome.
1: They were adorable. They were so giddy with each other. And I'm like, that's That's two people who should be together. Yeah. Yeah. Focus
0: on that story. Let's see that story. I was rooting
1: for them, and I was so happy when they would, the little bit they were on screen, I just thought they were a joy to watch.
0: Yeah, they were. And I think, you know, just going back to the script real quick, I think my favorite line where Jess is talking to Mark, because Mark's doing something stupid and she says encouraging them to get close is protecting them
1: oh yeah i remember that.
0: you know because he's worried that you know the kids are getting too close to her and she's gonna leave and so jess just kind of put him in his place with that line and again just beautifully written there's a few lines sprinkled throughout the film that really kind of deal with this idea of moving and kids and finding a home just really well done and you know and speaking of the kids, yeah, I mean, they play I a, central, central, um, a central part in this film. How, how did you feel about the kids? Oh, I love them. Okay. They
1: were... I just thought they were... I mean, I I think we we're going to agree that Isla, the youngest, was the cutest thing ever.
0: Yeah, with that accent.
1: I know. Yeah. I And I guess it... Because we, d- we were just kind of mentioning that to each other while watching. Like, why does she have an accent but the other kids don't? Because
0: she's the youngest, I guess. And she was... I guess
1: she's been in Vienna the year. longest.
0: She was there for a year. I don't know, but she had this cute accent, and we couldn't place it. So we weren't sure if it was from Vienna or something else, but she was adorable. She nailed that role. Uh, the other kids were great. Usually, I mean, I mean, if you guys have seen these movies, kids are usually hit or miss and this. Sometimes they write the kids to be super annoying. Other times, just too cute. I think this was a perfect mix. You know? Yeah, right?
1: they just seemed like... Kids. kids. Like, I know. <laughs> I mean, Marvel kids. Going
0: through everything, you know?
1: Yeah, and I loved seeing her relationship with with each of them. Mm. And so that's where the movie thrived for me, was her relationship with the kids and then getting to see them explore Vienna together. Yeah. I just thought that was really fun to I'd see. I'd even like to see more
0: of the kids, like some more scenes with the kids.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I was enjoying her giving lessons to Isla mm. and her, like, helping... I think it was Summer with her singing mm-hmm. and Julian, I think it was yeah. the boy, uh, their fun little moments about the hanging your hat on a hook.
0: Well, it, it's funny because at the end when they they get gifts, you know, the one girl gets like this really nice diamond necklace, the little kid gets a violin, and then the boy <laughs> gets like a hook and a, and a uh, Philadelphia Eagles hat. And I, and when he opened it, I was like, that's all he gets, really? Really? And then the sister even says that to him, and I was cracking up. So again, just really nice script writing where they actually like, call it out. Like, that's a crappy gift. And the guy's like, no, no, it, it's more than that. It's more than that. But it, deep down inside, I know he wanted like, a Nintendo <laughs> Switch or something, or at least some V-Bucks. You know, give him, toss him something there.
1: No, that was a cute scene. But the kids were wonderful, I thought, too. And I, yeah. Like I said, I didn't. I didn't need the romance in this movie to still enjoy it.
0: It's, it's funny because the romance actually hurt the film. <laughs> it
1: did. <laughs> That's why I was like, um, I don't think you needed it. Because I mean, I'm sure some people watching it, it worked for them, but it just.
0: If it did, let us know. Please let us know because we. I think we're both in agreement that the romance was not there, and it actually, it actually ended up hurting the film. Like if you just have her and Marcus friends, you know, maybe she helps him. You know, kind of become a better father, and there's not that you know implied relationship with the mother figure. You know, just give me give me something else.
1: Yeah, what I don't think it's gonna work out. Oh, I it's definitely think not. No, they're, she's they're I trouble. mean, she's in Vienna, right? You know, she's gonna be out at the markets, and <laughs> some guy who's a risk taker is gonna, yeah. you know,
0: probably another musician. Catch I mean, her up. It was funny too because they threw us. They threw us a, a big curveball in the middle of the film, or maybe towards the end, where she was engaged.
1: Yeah, she kept hinting to that she was kind of not sure if she was ready to get back into it mm-hmm. throughout, like earlier in the movie, but no, no mention of... And
0: all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I, I was engaged. And I was like, whoa, where did that come from? So a neat little, I wouldn't call it a twist, but just a neat little character development for me.
1: It was interesting because it was like we were... <laughs> So I will say that their relationship is developing. We do see the journey of their relationship. So it's interesting that when they're finally getting more comfortable with each other, that she would divulge this information. Mm. So we're seeing it as if you were exactly when it's happening in their friendship, is what I would call it. (laughs) So yes, I do think they found each other at a pivotal moment in their lives and they're each well i don't know if he's bringing anything to her life but she is definitely (laughs) adding to his and helping him with his fears and of not being able to let go and yes helping him be a better father he doesn't really seem to spend much time with his kids at all well he
0: wasn't even going to ask the kids about the move like he was no. just going to take the t- he was going to take this promotion, leave Vienna, wasn't even going to ask the kids what they thought. He was just going to do it. This guy is not a good guy. He's not a good father, he's not a good lover. He is just <laughs> he's nothing. Like he's nothing. He's just a man. F- he's the Hallmark villain, like 100% that doesn't change at the end of the film.
1: Well, he does change for now I he's guess, gonna he, now. you know
0: you know if another promotion comes he up he does in seem
1: here. very stubborn like he's stuck in his ways yeah. like he's doing this for now but i don't know but he's long. a total
0: hallmark he villain he i mean he really is we just don't have that other guy for jess you know i feel like this is this we'll is, get the
1: sequel, sequel exactly <laughs>
0: we'll get the sequel where jess leaves him for someone else like i mean honestly like it just it blows my mind what a missed opportunity this was yeah because if we just had any sparks any chemistry I mean, this would be on repeat for us, you know, decorating that tree, pop on Christmas in Vienna.
1: Yes, I do want to showcase, though, even though I didn't have any romantic feelings between the two characters, I do want to showcase the actual romantic moments that were had that... Should have been.
0: We should. We, ha- we have. We have some of the best romantic. Oh moments. my gosh!
1: <laughs> look, when he sneaks her um, past the barrier to go up on the stairs yeah. to look at the giant Christmas giant tree. Christmas tree in the square, and then it starts snowing, yeah. and then he's like, "Let's dance," and they're dancing, and oh my gosh, it's just the most romantic moment. And Silent
0: I starts playing. Yeah, and but then she-, she says, "That's my jam." <laughs>
1: That was a little strange, but also kind of cute. But yes, again, no sparks for me. And it, yeah. and that was one of our missed kiss opportunities. But like one we said, four. we didn't, we didn't want it. But it was a it, very,
0: it was a weird feeling. It, it should have weird. happened.
1: Yes, it was. And I will say, I think the most romantic scene. Well, I would find this truly romantic if you ever did this for me. Okay, I'll write this down. Was. So in Vienna, <laughs> and when they go on the big Ferris wheel, oh, yeah. Yeah. and their champagne, and it's at night, and you have all the lights, oh my gosh! Yep, yeah. it was so romantic. It kind of reminded me a little bit of the before sunrise scene. I was I was
0: just thinking <laughs> that when I was watching, I was like, I was like, this is what kind of reminds me, of, and I wasn't sure why.
1: You're like, man, but it feels so much different. So yes, that scene mm-hmm. was. Amazing yes, it was. we shaped up to be one of the rom- most romantic scenes, and well, Mark ruins it because <laughs> he's you know they're both saying this is the moment where we kiss, and just is wanting it so mm-hmm. bad and for some reason. For some reason, and he's just like, nah. <laughs> Um
0: Well, did you catch? There was actually I forgot to mention this. There was an uh, an editing mistake. Did you catch it? In the Ferris wheel scene. Right before that, they're in the market again. Well, this is a different market, (laughs) but it looks exactly like the other market. They're in the market drinking, and he's like, oh, and they're mentioning, talking about, like, you know, this is the local shop, and for some reason, she's not vibing in this market. I don't know why. It looks exactly like the other markets. And he's like, well, let me show you the spot where the tourists love. She wants to do touristy things. Daylight, broad daylight, cut to the Ferris wheel, dead of night. It goes from Let Me Show You, which is in broad daylight, to the Ferris wheel in the dead of night. It was an editing Well,
1: mistake. I think it was sunset, and it was a long walk oh. to the Ferris wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong.
0: I, I think you're wrong. I'm, I think you're wrong. It was at
1: dusk, yeah. and then it was just...
0: Oh, ar- they do this a lot. They do this a the lot. The sun
1: sets quickly in Vienna. Okay. It's a, another it? fun fact. <laughs> Don't Google it. Just trust me. <laughs>
0: Uh, but that was really the only sort of editing issue that I saw was that sort of time hop. But obviously, you have to do the Ferris wheel at night, so it could he could have easily said, "Let's grab a bite, and then I'm going to show you my favorite spot." Something like that. Give me, give me a little break there.
1: I mean, they just had those two glasses of champagne just sitting there. Maybe Mark, if Mark would have had some champagne, he could have loosened up. No. That's what I, I think that's what it was. He just wasn't loose. Like he was just so stiff and he he just needed to loosen up a little bit
0: maybe i don't think so i don't i think he's just sort of a curmudgeon you know i mean again we the fact that he doesn't ask his kids what they think about moving yeah the day after christmas in a week's time tells me all i need to know about this character
1: well he makes this impulsive decision because he's mad at jess which again, you don't do that when you have kids right, That's what
0: involved. I'm saying. Like he's just not a good person. Yeah. Jess is gonna peace out. Probably get custody of the kids. I hope. <laughs> and then, I love
1: people who are listening to this are gonna be like, man, they are really dissecting this. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's our, that's our job. job. That, <laughs> that's our job. That's you know, that's what we do. But honestly, I'm, the reason why we're so we're harping on this so much is because we wanted to love it so bad. Because everything else about this film was just so good it was so refreshing yeah things were different this almost didn't feel like a hallmark film and in a good way i mean again we love hallmark films it's nice to get something a little bit different every once in a while because
1: we don't normally get the on location in like a european city well it's funny
0: because i i wrote this down the rome one last year that was on location but it didn't feel good at all
1: i don't quite remember. exactly
0: exactly (laughs) It, the, the locate, it just didn't. Rome wasn't a central character in that film, and it should have been. Vienna was a central character. And, ah. Oh, yeah, man. this
1: movie should have been called Jess in Vienna. Like, it was. Yeah. To me, like, I just loved watching her story and her journey in the city. That was what I was here for.
0: Right. And it's funny, too, because, again, they do things differently. We had the conflict. Well, there's two conflicts, there's one that happens in the middle. Where he asks her opinion and then she gives it, and they have a the whole fight Well, I
1: just felt like that he was just causing conflict throughout the whole film right right, yeah. but
0: there was this two main ones, one in the middle, and then the one at the end about her you know or him taking the job and everything, but they handled the conflict well, I guess it wasn't it wasn't crazy. I mean, it made sense for his character because his character was just being immature a lot of the times, but it wasn't you know the ridiculous conflict that we got and uh what was the one we saw where it was where Ashley just took her hand away. Oh, yeah.
1: It wasn't as dramatic as It wasn't as dramatic. Just a quick technical thing I just wanted to bring up because I don't know if you noticed it or if you maybe knew what kind of effect they were doing. I don't know. There was one scene that stood out for me. They're walking the streets at night, and it's very much blurred behind them, and they're in the center and it almost looks kind of like a fisheye effect, not fully, but just kind of like it looks kind of rounded around them. And I thought it was a really cool effect with them walking.
0: Huh, I didn't catch that. Mm, well, I mean, generally, was it was it a wide shot?
1: Uh, I believe so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if it's gonna be a wide, if it's gonna be a wide lens, it's gonna distort the edges of it. So they probably went for a wide shot to show the wide street yeah. and all the lights. And then if the aperture set. Um, to a low aperture then you're going to have that effect even strengthened so it'll basically have the focus be on the central uh, area and then the, the edges are going to be warped depending on how wide of the lens you want to go which would highlight your, your center characters very well.
1: Well I just thought it was a cool scene but
0: Yeah I'm no sure. any, anytime they're walking at night Anytime they're walking at night, it's just great (laughs) because we see all those great Vienna Christmas lights I had no idea Vienna was this into Christmas, but we need to go. We need to get some mold cider and hit the markets That's our our new plan. Oh no,
1: it's called Glühwein. Glühwein.
0: Yeah, I want to know that. It's their
1: special wine.
0: We need to find out how to make that because that sounded delicious.
1: Everything. They were taught like all the different Oh my god. Cookies and desserts and And stuff. And then she wanted to make sugar
0: cookies? Get out of here. Get out of here, Jess. (laughs) Ugh, get out of here with those sugar cookies. Uh, But let's go ahead and and talk about her ending. Ending was a little weird. Ending got a little weird for me. I... What? Well,
1: I mean, again, it goes into the part of there not being any romance. So it was weird for me as well, and I don't know what was weird for you, but so she's been practicing for this huge concert, which then ends up turning into an audition Right. for her to be in the vienna philharmonic
0: oh by the way wait just let me interrupt you real quick the the musical playing that she does looks great i don't know if she's i guess she's
1: i didn't see any information about that but yeah
0: she looks great i don't know if she's playing or not but she she made me believe she was playing so great job just yeah
1: know. they did show the back of her a lot yeah so i don't know if maybe that was a double but it didn't i,
0: I didn't yeah awesome go ahead sorry <laughs>
1: uh so she's been practicing for this big concert
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and then it like I said it's gonna be an audition and we get to the concert and we get a little bit of her playing silent night mm-hmm. for the daughter the, the, the
0: daughter wants her to play with her last minute
1: yes, and then that's it that's all we get like I was really hoping to see. Her, a performance from her. Well,
0: I didn't even think we'd get a crowd. Like, I thought they would just cut it out completely. But we do get a crowd there. So we have a chance, like, to fake it in front of this crowd. I, I, I don't I don't know. It was weird. So she plays, like you said, the first line of uh, Silent, Silent Night. Night. And then the daughter starts singing. And then she can't... I'm sorry, the daughter can't sing. So the brother comes out from the rear. <laughs> yes. I didn't even think he could sing. He joins in. The little <laughs> girl comes out and starts playing on the violin, she learned... And then Mark comes out for some reason on the stage. Weird. And we're talking about a <laughs> large. Like, no,
1: he is not coming out. Oh, he is. Yeah. He
0: is. Because of course he is. Large uh, concert hall in Vienna. The, the greatest concert hall in Vienna. And Mark just steps on the stage and starts singing. It was...
1: Yeah. And Jess was doing a favor for the kids that were supposed to yeah. be opening up for her. And I don't think they were expecting like a whole little family coming out. Yeah. It was sweet that the brother came out to help her. I did like that. Brother
0: needs to step back. But I was like,
1: yeah, she started singing. Now let get her shine. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed that Summer didn't get to shine.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, it was still, it was still a sweet moment, like family coming out to help each other. But I was mostly just disappointed that we didn't get to see Jess have her big
0: performance
1: audition. In front of
0: all those people that were in the concert hall.
1: I just wanted to see that because she's finally got her passion back. And then we get to see a little bit of Silent Night. And
0: we will preface this by saying we see her audition. I'm sorry. We see her practicing in the concert hall. She's practicing constantly. So we we see her play throughout the film. We just don't see the the finale, which maybe they ran out of time. Because they were cutting that ending kind of close.
1: Maybe I guess, but it
0: was it was very disappointing. And then it cuts away, and suddenly the concert hall is empty. Which again, that's not how it works. People stay behind. <laughs> they they wish people good luck. Like it doesn't just empty out
1: completely outside. empty. Yeah. And then Mark is just standing there, kind of creepily with his back
0: holding Wh- holding her wrist.
1: I was like, is this like The Bachelor? Oh, <laughs> Will God. you accept no, my for final rose? Yeah, lows? I was thinking that like, too. Yeah, that's the vibe I was getting. And, and we get
0: a limp kiss. His no,
1: hand, it was not a limp it
0: kiss. It was. His hands right aside his side.
1: Well, I wasn't looking at his hands. You gotta look at the kiss, hands. The
0: hands were where you looked this at.
1: This kiss was intense.
0: No, I don't remember that. I didn't
1: feel anything from it, but it was like a... Was it? If I wanted them to be together, it would have been like a good kiss. No.
0: No, no, no. no. I need to go back and watch but it. But she... His hands were at his as side. As far
1: as what they were doing with their mouth. But all <sighs> the other body language, I, don't, I didn't notice the hand, but her... She was, like, pulling away from him. Like, her body language was, like, pulling back, mm. which that's never a good sign, so... That's what
0: I'm saying, a limp kiss.
1: Well, the kiss itself wasn't limp, but the body language was saying something else.
0: Okay. Well, his body language was, too, because, again, hands at the side. No <laughs> no wrapping out around that. It was just... It was not great.
1: Yeah, so the inning fell a little flat because again these movies are going to end on the romance and as we've
0: as we've as we've said as we've talked about at length the romance was definitely lacking uh in this film which again i I just you know i don't i just think that it's the character it's just it's hard to write a standoffish character opening up when he constantly pulls back at every every scene.
1: Yeah, it was too much. I yeah. could understand it at the beginning and then him opening up, but it's like he would open up, but then yeah. close off again. And it just kept happening back and forth. It so yeah, it just kind of, it throws you off.
0: So good job on Brennan Elliott for playing the character perfectly because oh, I just didn't like him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he played him how he was written. Which was supposed to be standoffish, and he he did that. Um, I think he just played him too well, you know. Where we just we don't connect with him.
1: Yes, because I know we've seen him in other movies uh, that he's a bit more likable. Mm-hmm. So this one just the character didn't didn't work for me.
0: Yeah, you can't you can't do that. You can't have him open and close, open and close, open and close throughout the whole film, no. and then at the end it just no, it just feels weird. So, I mean, I know it sounds like we didn't like this movie, but we actually did. We did, we did well, like I think this movie. If they've
1: listened to it. They realize we loved everything but, but the, the that part.
0: So. so, I mean, you know, I would recommend you guys watch this movie. Uh, and
1: maybe you will feel differently. You might, you know. Yeah, and if you do, let us know. that we did not see.
0: Maybe we just we missed something. So, if we did, let us know what you guys think about this. Love to hear your thoughts.
1: Yes, we welcome any and all feedback, so make sure you are subscribed to hear all of the episodes. We've got a lot more still coming your way, so so make sure you stay tuned.
0: Mm-hmm. Stay tuned, and we will be back. What is our next one? Oh, it's the time travel
1: one. We do have a time travel one
0: tomorrow. I'm going to get all my physics books out. We're going to talk time (laughs) travel. If you're going to throw time travel in, you better do it right. I'm going to be picking this one apart. It's going to be good. Oh, goodness. It's going to be good. So stay tuned for that, guys. And thank you for listening. We really appreciate it.
1: Yes, thanks. See you next time.